Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brothers Take podcast, the podcast where three brothers give their take on gaming and gaming-related topics every single week on YouTube and audio platforms. My name is Chris. I'm joined once again by my brothers, Adam. Hello. And Eric. Hello. We are back in the room this week to talk about Xbox, who have finally updated everyone with what their business plan was. Everyone calm down, right? It's not it's not at all as drastic as people were thinking. <laughs> there was rumors going all over the place that Xbox were throwing their consoles in the bin and going full third party only. Relax. We'll clarify what's actually going on in case you didn't know what was happening. Or if you have heard it, we want to hear your thoughts too. We'll give our take on what's going on with Xbox lately. Um, but also, the uh, Tomb Raider Remaster Trilogy came out last week on Valentine's Day. Very fitting. Very fitting. Mm. Bit of love for Lara Croft there. Um, Adam had a chance to pick it up, so he's going to share with us his first impressions. And we also got a couple of updates for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. So we've got all that to talk about. We will timestamp it if there's a particular part you're more interested in than others. Make sure you jump down. Uh, check out the bit you're most interested in. But we also want to hear your take on everything we bring up too. So if you're watching this YouTube, make sure you jump down in the comments to share your thoughts. If you enjoy this episode, give us a thumbs up. Hit subscribe, ring the notification bell so that you are notified of all future episodes. And to those of you listening to us on audio platforms, you can also touch base on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and X at The Brothers Take, again, to give your take on everything we bring up in this week's episode. But without further ado, let's talk Xbox. Because I want to start there. I want to start with Xbox. Um, in the last two weeks, I would say, Everyone was freaking the fuck out. Everyone was going crazy. Loads of people were doing videos on it and saying, oh, it's the end of Xbox. It's the end of an era. It's over. There's no more console war. Xbox are are no longer going to make consoles. They're going full third party. Everything is coming to PlayStation. Everything is coming to Switch. The Game Pass is going to be an app on PlayStation and Switch. People were going crazy. They were like, what the fuck? And loads of people were speculating. And I was like, oh, we're going to... They said that they're going to give an update, so we're going to wait till we hear the update before we do anything on it, talk about it, or anything like that. And just let's just hear them out first. Now, I personally think uh, Xbox didn't help in a way by saying we will share our update next week and then put out. That we're going to be talking on the Xbox podcast on the 15th of February. I think they bigged it up so much by doing that. I think they literally could have just put out a post saying exactly what they were going to say because mm. it was only a 20 minute episode. The first five minutes calmed everyone down. You know, <laughs> like it, a lot of people have summed it up as, and I'm not uh, criticizing it or anything. I thought it was done quite well, but a lot of people have criticized it as um, that's the most could have been an email thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that people were genuinely freaking out, or was that just an opportunity for some clickbaity stories to make videos on? I think that the people making the stories were being clickbaity. Yeah, but I think audiences were freaking out. But would you not think that people... was just being pushed further by the story being like kind of really blown out of proportion? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. It was blown out of proportion. It's yeah, crazy. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So, um, did you? Did any of you get a chance to check out the podcast? Uh, no, no, I, I, I didn't, didn't get a chance. Okay, cool. I I watched it. So, and I imagine most people didn't. 
Mm-hmm. I would imagine most people didn't. This wasn't like a games showcase with exciting trailers and reveals. So the average gamer is not that interested in something that says the Xbox business update. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's not a big high set. It was only I know the long. outcome of it purely because yeah. yes, it could be summarized in five bullet points, maybe less. Yes. So they touched on to to let people know then they touched on the exclusivity part first because as far as people knew and like people were saying oh it's been leaked you know halo is coming to playstation gears of war is coming to playstation starfield is coming to playstation this is where xbox fans are getting mad because they're going what the fuck like so are we getting spider-man or are we getting ghost of tsushima are we finally getting final fantasy 7 remake what the fuck are we getting if we're losing all of our exclusives what's the point in having an xbox those were some of the questions coming up so four games four xbox games will be going to other platforms they didn't name the four because those four being will be revealed soon by the people who made them in the way that they want to reveal Mm it um it's not they clarified it's not starfield it won't be indiana jones no it's not halo it's not gears of war it is none of those games so no those will remain xbox exclusives and the xbox exclusives to come are still going to be day one on Game Pass. So anyone who was like, what the fuck is going to... It's it's kind of business as usual, actually. The Xbox is remaining as it was. <laughs> it's not it's not the end of an era at all. It's actually just... And they kind of clarified. Without saying what the games were, but everyone kind of has an idea of what the four games are. Well, actually, I was going to ask Eric, right? Because, okay, so it's two, it's two community-driven games. And then it's two possibly uh, smaller titles, right? That's what they said. That's what they said, yeah. Yeah. Correct. Eric, out of that, what games would you hope comes to the PlayStation? And other platforms, obviously, but considering... Well, I, I mean, I would hope... The next Mass Effect is not an Xbox exclusive. No, no. So these are existing Xbox games. These are games that oh, yeah. are already currently on Xbox. Oh, yeah. It's no what, new ones. What games? Yeah. So it's, oh. it's two community-driven games and two fairly, yeah, probably smaller titles. What two, or if any? What the hell do you mean by hope? community? So uh, online. Oh, all right. So online. like, yeah. Um, what what does Xbox have? <laughs> so nothing then is is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I haven't a clue because I don't know what the fuck they have. I, well, is I, there is there anything that you would have enjoyed playing on Xbox when you did get a chance to play, say, with me and um, Adam? <laughs> oh, like is is like Sea of Thieves one of these? I think so. It could easily be, and I think that would be fucking class. I think that would be a, a good move for Sea of Thieves to find new life and just yeah. bring it for uh, you know continue that it'd be a shame for that game to to shut down um i don't know what the user base is like that on the, on the at the moment i think but... it's all but confirmed that one of them is sea of thieves really confirmed. right they, they, all but confirmed like so the four so not most <laughs> highly well until until the trailer says yeah, you yeah. know what i mean That'd but be great the four the uh, absolutely absolutely and it makes a load of sense it's like we you've already cross, done uh cross play with cross that would be just would be perfect yeah great but it's like yeah how do you get more players in on that game when you've already reached maybe your capacity at this point it's like it's been out for years anyone who has an xbox who wanted to play it is already playing it so it's like how do you grow up more you go you go to where the other players are 
Mm-hmm. It makes total sense, but you still own the game, like you know. So it's still, yeah. Um, yeah, the four rumored games, right, are Sea of Thieves, Grounded, Hi-Fi Rush, and Pentiment. Is Hi-Fi so, Rush Xbox exclusive? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah sure, it's tango, tango the, the, the big rumor is that it's coming to Switch, right? Mm-hmm. And I think he. I think Phil Spencer, in a way, all but confirmed that when he said, I'm not going to say what the four games are now uh, because the people behind them want to reveal it, you know, and they're going to reveal it soon and blah, blah, blah. With that in mind, like, there's a Nintendo Direct coming up around the corner. So I imagine at the Nintendo Direct around the corner is where Hi-Fi Rush will be, it's like, coming to Switch, you know? Uh, Now, maybe it'll come to PlayStation as well, but... Yeah, I wonder, too, if this is, like... I mean that that new switch is around the corner, right? And, yes. Uh, I'm wondering, does Nintendo really have the launch game for that? Like their next Zelda, no. The next Mario, maybe. But you could see Microsoft going here. Here's like, like due to the power of it, that these are particular games that could run on it. Uh, I think it's going to do really well with pushing your system, and obviously they get a slice of the pie as well. Absolutely. I actually think Hi-Fi Rush would make a very fitting launch title. Yeah, with I think that would work next well. Switch, I don't know right? if that would play well on the current Switch. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So, like, Hi-Fi Rush, obviously, like, it's beautifully animated, but, like, its frame rate and everything is very important. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a rhythm-based game and everything has to, like, it can't, you know, lag out or anything like that, or, or the game totally falls apart. Um... So if the Switch 2 is like, it can run Hi-Fi Rush at launch, that's already like, it's like, holy shit, this is definitely more powerful than the last Switch. Because like, don't get me wrong, the Switch is great design and Mm -hmm. all that. It's incredibly innovative, but it is just not powerful enough to keep up with where games are at now. Mm -hmm. Like the amount of times you get comparisons of what games look like on the Switch versus what they look like on Xbox and PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Uh, They just look like ass. Like (laughs) They look really bad. So, um, yeah, it'll be that'd be a cool one, uh, and it makes sense. Hi-Fi Rush came out, you know, last year. Again, anyone on the Xbox already who wanted to play it has played it. So at this point, how do you get more gamers playing Hi-Fi Rush in the hopes of investing them in like a sequel? Because I think the Hi-Fi Rush probably will get a sequel. Um, you bring it to more gamers because hi-fi rush alone it's a great game but it's not enough to sell a console so you might as well put it on the other consoles to get people interested i suppose the big issue they have as well with the game pass model um if all of their exclusives are on it then their first party studios are not really getting the funding they need i suppose they they would from the mothership that is microsoft probably gets funding through all the windows products but mm-hmm. i do th- i do anticipate that we'll probably in the future see more i think it was like the i think this is paving the way for the the likes of obviously call of duty is going to continue on being multi-plat possibly the next elder scrolls is going to be multi-plat and this is like kind of Oof. i suppose telling the the fans that look this is the future <laughs> this is because he did say that the exclusives are going to be a thing in the past and 
He did. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean timed exclusives won't be a thing. No, no, absolutely. I, I just, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and if I were Xbox, I would make Elder Scrolls Six a timed exclusive. I would not launch day one on everything because I think with Call of Duty, I'd launch on everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 that's just it's Call of Duty, and they make one every year nearly, or they did. And I'm sure they will get the trajectory to continue to do so. Um, Elder Scrolls Six is a console seller, and even th- that timed exclusive could be a console seller. Someone could literally be like, "I'm not waiting a year to play that game." Maybe <laughs> I am buying that system now. Like, I mean, because it all depends on how much of a fan you are. Like, if if someone had told me, "Oh, Final Fantasy VII remake," for example, when that came out, is like. It's going to be timed exclusive on this system that you don't have. But it will eventually come to the system you do have. I'd be like, fuck that. I'm not fucking waiting. There's fucking spoilers. No way. I'm getting it immediately. Here's the alternative to that, though. Mm. Uh, Elder Scrolls 6 launches exclusively on Xbox. It's just as much of a disaster as their previous few games that they have been releasing and by the time that yearly exclusive is over, no one's interested in that game. It doesn't want to pick it up. Versus if you just launch it on everything, you are actually getting as much revenue as you can in that early release. Yeah, possibly. Depends on what state. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, and all that. Yeah, I think Bethesda are just yeah, not no, as they're, reliable they're... as they used to be, I think, as, as a games company. They'll be good at selling it. Well, that's but for sure. My... God, are like and they can sell it to everyone. Oh, so why not give it to everyone? <laughs> yeah, because True. if it's not as good as what people at this point now are hyping it up, because its teaser trailer was years ago at this point, and people are still crying out for it. So if it doesn't live up to the hype, oh boy, Bethesda's gonna be in real trouble. Now, Doom, Doom might make a, a yearly exclusive. Oh yeah. If they if they, if that was something they would plan on bringing it to another platform. And Hellblade, Hellblade two, you know, like that. Uh, no, that should exclusive. be a platform exclusive. I don't agree with you. I think that <laughs> one probably has a chance of being a timed exclusive though, because I do think as impressive as it is, and like one of my most anticipated games of the year, but on a on a grander scale, I think it's going to have a, a fairly niche audience in terms of the gaming sphere, especially with the Xbox. Um, gaming base so mm-hmm. i think after a year much like hi-fi rush if a ticket gets to a point where it's like okay we can reignite some life into this if we put it out on playstation now because we know there's a playstation fan base that will play this game yeah no absolutely but i just think as well which with uh with consoles if you can get one game that gets you onto the on board that's great you kind of need a couple to keep you there though right it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, I'm finished this one now, what next? And I think if you continuously push your games onto another platform, I think Hellblade 2 could eventually, but I think maybe five years down the line, maybe there's, I don't know, a okay, new yeah, version. Okay, you can make it much longer, yeah, yeah. There's like a remaster version or something, or some sort of anniversary edition would end up on another yep. platform, but yeah. Where you get yeah. both games, you get the first Possibly. and second. Well, isn't the first one still there? So no, you can't download it. Pretty sure you can. What, th- Some, when someone go? let us know what's the deal with the first Hellblade? Is it still available on PlayStation? I mean, I, I went on to on the PlayStation Store and it's there. Yeah. I can look at it, 
but there's no option to download. That's Get her weird. anything. Yeah, it's kind of locked. So it's there. Yeah. You can look at her face. We got to look into that. Yeah. Um, if I were Xbox, and they at one point had a very good relationship um, with Bioware, yeah. Don't you fucking say it, you son of a bitch. you sick son of a bitch. If I were Xbox, I would definitely be trying to make some deals about that next Mass Effect. No. But Fuck Eric, it. can't you, like, admit it. If if it came out, right, the next Mass Effect is an Xbox exclusive. Not timed, exclusive. Would you buy yeah. an Xbox? Yeah, I would. Yeah, you, like, you know what I mean? Like, that would be a console seller. Yeah, I'd buy that fucking. I'd buy it. Then probably of that game, this bastard. Because like Mass Effect was on Xbox first, right? It was, yeah. So the relationship would make sense. The history is there. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I I I, I, I don't I don't want necessarily want that to happen or anything. Like I I my preferred console to play on is still PlayStation, and you know if a game comes to both. I get the PlayStation version. But from just a business standpoint, it would make a lot of sense for Xbox to do that, to try and make that deal with Bioware. But I don't know if Bioware would want to, like, they'd need, they'd need to be like, here's a fuckload of money. Yeah, um, because at the moment, like what, Andromeda, I think, was released on, on both consoles the minute it came out. And then you had the Legendary Edition was released and was on released yeah. on everything. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if that is to happen... It, it would have to be a really damn good deal. Was the Mass Effect Legendary Edition released on Switch? I wouldn't I don't think so. so. No, no, I don't. Yeah, I was just thinking for a second. I was going, no, it couldn't be, right? Like, no fucking way that can run it's on, that. Like, <laughs> like, it's on PC and then the Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Um, some other, I suppose, interesting bits that came out of the, the business update in the podcast. Um was Diablo 4 is... They did announce that Diablo 4 is coming to Game Pass, and that's the first game since the Activision acquisition. Oh, cool. Um, so by the end of the... I think it's in March. Some, sometime in March, Diablo 4 is coming directly to Game Pass. Um, nice. And I imagine then throughout the year, that means they're going to sprinkle out more of Activision games that they got from that acquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, they did say that there'll be a June showcase, an Xbox June showcase, where we will get more updates on not only what they're doing with the Activision games, but I imagine uh, we'll get updates on more games to come, maybe more solid release dates for some of the games that just question marks around. And they said they're working on a new piece of hardware that they'll be revealing in the holiday period this year. Okay, yeah. So, what do we think that is? Um, they all, b- before we get into that, actually, they also said that they are also working on, and I think people got confused because they thought it was the same piece of hardware. They are working on a piece of hardware, like the next gen console, which first mm-hmm. of all, I'm even surprised that there's definitely going to be a next gen console because I kind of thought they were leaning clo- further into the, just put game pass on everything. Um, and they said, it's going to be the biggest leap ever in any console jump now look that could be just business jargon or maybe they're really 
working on something that will run this OD project that Kojima's on about that requires new hardware, or I don't fucking know, right? Mm. OD is still a few years down the line, so it's that's possible. Um, so yeah, I'd love to know what people think about what the next Xbox could be. But yeah, a new piece of hardware. Do you think that's just a next, like a a mid generation? Could just be like a fridge or something. Thing. Or... <laughs> it could be a, um. Just a slimmed down. I don't know how you can make it any smaller. Series X, but maybe it gets rid of the disk drive. Maybe it's just an all digital Series X, probably. Maybe, yeah. Um, I can't headphones. imagine anything. It'd be a bit strange for them to do a mid-generation update. I'm expecting a PS5 Pro. I think that's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know about Xbox though. Maybe. Is there? But it's a bit strange right. that they already launched with two tiers. And I think they could they could fuck things up a little bit from a developer standpoint by introducing another one. Unless they drop the S. Well, I was just wondering, right? Because like, a lot XS. of people... Excess. <laughs> it's an excessive amount of consoles. I, I was just wondering, like, people are immediately thinking consoles and types of consoles or... But they just said hardware. Like, might it be a more of an accessory? Might it be... Is there an Xbox version of a VR headset? Uh, I hope so. But I think... Do you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Like, especially if they now have Bethesda and stuff. Yeah. Like, there's a possibility. Like, could you... Like, one of their launch <laughs> games, which would breathe new life into it, actually, would be Starfield VR. Yeah, for uh, example, no, no, no. it no, would no, be no. yeah. I, I think Skyrim with this new type of yeah. VR that well, I would have well, to guess. Well, that, <laughs> that's not? another one. Why not? <laughs> or a handheld of some kind. Again, I'm just throwing out like ideas of what Xbox could do that other than everyone's. I think X- a new version console. of the Connect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Eric, you're right. They're making a new Connect. <laughs> They might do. They might make I a am... better connect. Uh, I don't know. But you can play one. Skyrim on it. You have to do the actual motion of running, and then you have to shout at the yoke, and there you go. I can't okay. see them getting into the handheld space purely because they'd have to, to compete against uh, the Steam Deck. Uh, Steam is already a major competitor in the PC space already. Yeah, um, yeah. And they'd be competing against Nintendo. I don't think they want to go up against Nintendo. I don't think you're really going to... Like, maybe, but I, I don't see that. They could, however, just completely annihilate everyone in the VR space. They they could. Right. Like, they could so, make a better VR headset than both PlayStation and Facebook easily because Microsoft has the HoloLens technology, and that's way out of commercial uh, viability for, for a consumer to purchase for gaming alone because it's like three or four grand or something but i'm sure there's an element of that that they could bring down into the the gaming sphere and with the ownership of bethesda because obviously first person games are the ones that work really well with everything there wolfenstein doom fucking indiana jones yeah like make all of them vr compatible they could easily win over just dominate the vr console space easily but will they do it i don't know yeah, no. I know. And again, I was only like spitballing it because I, I think everyone was immediately thinking console, which is probably more likely a type of console or a, a mid-generation like uplift or something like that. Um, 
but just trying to think outside the box of maybe something else. And now that we're, we've gotten onto the topic of VR, and I'm like, holy shit, though, if they did it, and they were like, all our VR games come to Game Pass. Yeah. It would be the most convenient VR headset you would ever buy. Oh, yeah, you would, you would solve... A lot of issues, I think, with what PlayStation is struggling with with the VR headset, which is yeah. they're not selling enough software to justify the hardware, really. Exactly. And exactly. The moment you have, and I think that was one of the things that like benefited from back in the day when they, when I got a Vita, right? When they started yeah. pushing Vita games into the PS Plus catalog, that was enough. I had enough games in my catalog to go, okay, I'm going to get a Vita now because of all these games. Like that would just what an easy entry into that space especially if like imagine now what the launch lineup would be because you could like okay you could re maybe re-release starfield vr because like it would make sense a year later maybe the starfield um like okay a lot of people maybe didn't like starfield or it wasn't the game people expected it to be but it had a huge player base like it actually did um but it's died down now you know, you'll get to a year later, but maybe that would reignite if there was a VR version of it, right? Mm-hmm. But then you could also have Resident Evil 4 VR because Resident Evil 4 is on the Xbox, but the VR version then could be on, you know, this sort of Xbox VR headset um, with promises of in- an Indiana Jones VR version coming later. And um, what's the really, what was the one, the VR game that like, uh, what's it called? People apps were like dying for it. It's a series. Half Life is that what's called? Oh, Half Life Alex. 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 Mm-hmm. Like if you had that in the lot, and it's like it's on Game Pass. Like these are all just coming to Game Pass. Like uh, oh, and Resident Evil Village VR. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they can have a, a serious of... launch lineup. Yeah, I I think really the only issue there it is because like the PS5 was built from the ground up to consider VR down the line. Right. That's why it has that. USB-C cable you can't use on the front. It's purely just for that VR headset. The Series X, though, I unless they want to go the same route that the PS4 went, which was you had an external box to worry about all that, but that was all these extra cables. There's no mm-hmm. real input onto the Series X to support VR, unless the USB-A ports can. I don't know. Uh, uh-huh. Unless so what you if the have new to hardware? get a new hardware for it, which would suck because then it's like twice the amount of price that you would need. Like if you True. already had an Xbox, you kind of feel left behind then. True. True. But then only those who want to get in on the VR thing would get it anyway. Like VR hasn't. VR has its player base, but it hasn't. It did not like revolutionize in the way that I think people initially thought it would. It did not like it hasn't re- in any way replaced. Oh, I don't think just, anyone I thought it was going you know to replace. I mean? But oh, well, like... I think there was like when it first came out, it was like this is the future of video games, and it it did, it hasn't become that at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, when yeah. it was first being demoed and stuff, I think people were like, "Wow, this is like." Once you start getting into this, you won't go back, kind of thing. You know, <laughs> that's really naive, but it's 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 basically the new G-Con, right? It's like a it's a new, yeah, yeah. it's a newer experience, and God it's damn it, fun time to play. If someone if they, if they went, here's a new VR, here's Xbox VR with a new time crisis, it'd be like, oh, I don't care if you have to buy a new console, I'm buying it. <laughs> Remake of Time insane. Crisis Two. <laughs> <laughs> 
shut your fucking mouth. You'd have no idea how excited I'd be. Vampire Knight, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, anything else anyone wants to say on Xbox? I don't know. Is that all they said? Pretty much, yeah. Like I said, there was... Why did they not put that in an email? I think... Okay, I, I don't mind the way they delivered the message because they probably, if they wrote it, people would speculate more speculate about what was written or, you know, whereas when you hear it and you hear how it's said and the tone of voice mm. and the and the confidence in which it's being said, mm, okay. um, because it was all said, like Phil Spencer is, a, is great at speaking. The messaging I thought was clear. He put it in very clear terms of, look at these games aren't coming over to other consoles because we're like, oh no, we have to go third party and we're struggling. It's these games have had their life hmm. and we want to breathe new life into them. It's good for business. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that that was the messaging. And then he and then they allayed the fears of that doesn't mean everything is going third party. We are keeping our exclusives. Game Pass will still be what it is. Mm-hmm. The only thing is like uh, like Game Pass they can't be making enough money out of that. They no, they're not. Well, they're, they're, they're not. And it was like, for a long time, there was a bit of uncertainty as to whether they were or weren't. And they were kind of making it out like they were. But it turns out, no, they really weren't. I the Xbox is one of the companies, though, that I'm out of the three that I'm most interested to see the trajectory of. Because... They mm. clearly have. They clearly have a plan. They're not worried, but they give the sense of like, "Oh, we're fucked, and we've always been fucked." Right? They they kind of say right, that right, the whole right. time. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah, I yeah. actually think out of all of them, uh, PlayStation is. I always, that's weird, man. No, I I I seriously think that PlayStation is the one that's kind of, it's in let's say in the lead, but if they in this race, right? But mm. if they sprained her ankle that's it they're out of it they're fucked and they're going to get taken over by the other two because i just feel like they they i don't really see a long-term game plan with sony i feel like they're they're like constantly biting their nails and at their edge of their capability the whole way through i don't get the same calm Obviously, that Nintendo has. I think Nintendo are just like chilling through the whole fucking thing, and they always yeah. seem to do well. I just, so in some cases, you're like, I don't even understand how you haven't been torn apart right now. Every yeah, all yeah. these games yeah. release and they're kind of shit. But Nintendo are very much resting on their laurels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, they're like, we have these couple of franchises and we just keep releasing them, and that's it. Whereas when you look at Microsoft and you're like, okay, you kind of say like you're constantly losing this battle. You're spending all your money, which you're not earning back on, on all of these <laughs> companies. And it's like, well, there must be a plan. <laughs> there, There's obviously a plan. Because otherwise, why, why are you buying out all they, these companies? They definitely have a plan. And I, I agree with you that I am most interested in where they're going. Because I think you could say of both PlayStation and Nintendo that they are both resting on their laurels. They are both doing what has worked for them before. And they're continuing to do that, right? Whereas Xbox are trying new things, experimenting a little bit. You know, it, it is interesting that they might release a new piece of hardware and what will it be? It is interesting to see where Game Pass will go. And like the fact that there's going to be TVs coming out with Game Pass built in as an app that you connect your controller to. And will that become 10 years down the line, the standard smart TV where every single smart TV going forward will have a game? Like obviously it's starting with one type of TV, but that's how fucking netflix and all started too like mm-hmm. 
you fast forward a few years and suddenly that's the kind of technology people are bringing out competitive tvs will be like well we want our tv to be better than that tv so we also have to have everything it does and more so you know there's an interesting future that xbox is paving it is a digital future that i don't like but it is the future that they are paving um but I, th- I don't I don't think that means PlayStation are fucked, though. Because I just think that... No, I don't think they're fucked. But I, I do think that they're... I think they're ahead, but they're sweating. Right. Because at any moment, they could be... They could make one misstep, and that, mess, that messes up the whole trajectory. I feel like they, they don't really... It's not like a, a long-term game plan. And I think it's probably because they're ahead in the current race that they're that they're in, right? Whereas I think Xbox is actually thinking, well, actually, I don't really want to be in this race now. I'm going to go and join this yeah, race. I'm, I'm starting and, a new race. And PlayStation, because they're ahead of this current one, cannot know what the direction of the next generation is going to be because they're maintaining their position in this current one. And Xbox is now going to start this other one. And if PlayStation's not part of that or tries to join this in any way, I'd be yeah. a little bit worried about the future of them. Mm-hmm. I think I I think that the biggest issue that PlayStation have is that their I mean their biggest selling point is their first party studio games, right? Mm-hmm. They make the biggest AAA blockbusters, and that is why people buy those consoles for those exclusives mm-hmm. for the most part. And now they have raised the bar so high in like more recent years that their games take so long to make now and are so expensive to make. It pays off because when they come out, they sell like fucking crazy, you know? The God of War games sold like crazy. Spider-Man 2 sold like crazy. Last of Us Part 2, like they sell like crazy. But they take so long to make that in between, they are relying on the third-party releases. Yep. And yeah, in the meantime, Xbox has been buying up things and it's like, right now it's not a problem. Like I think Phil, but next generation s- it could be. <laughs> and didn't Phil mention that technically, Xbox is now the largest de- third-party the developer, developer for PlayStation games. Mm. Well, he didn't. He didn't specify PlayStation when he said it. Right. But he did say Xbox is actually the largest game developer in the world. Yeah. Just because, because of how of much they, they own. own. Yeah, which so, is which is true. Yeah, so right? while true. Sony is like waiting for their exclusive in order to make like all of their cut back, yeah, Microsoft will be making all the cut in between. Technically, if they decide to keep pushing their games to the thing, yeah, it's it, it's it is. I think it is a little bit worrying for PlayStation, and it's. I'm only saying that purely because the difference is that PlayStation is Sony's biggest moneymaker. That may have changed, but it was at least for a long, long time. I think it mm. is still its biggest moneymaker. Xbox is not Microsoft's biggest moneymaker. No. So Xbox yeah. could fail and Microsoft can continue. If PlayStation fails, there may not be a Sony. Right. But then, would it not be kind of a good thing if Xbox come around and give PlayStation a kick in the ass because it will force PlayStation to have to start thinking and innovating. Because, like, I, I remember, like, the biggest worry from the rumors, not that I bought into the rumors, but the biggest worry was, oh, God, like, if Xbox do as people are, like, freaking out, 
if they did go like full third party and just be a third party developer that make no exclusives from mm-hmm. now on and put all their games on everything it's like it kind of removes the competition aspect of it right yeah. like that's the good thing about exclusives if you have someone to compete with you have to try harder to make a better game as a result we all get better products like mm-hmm. that's a competition is great it's good for everyone um so if xbox come around and, and it's like oh fuck we've and they've left playstation at dust a little bit it might force playstation to innovate in a new way where it's like okay we can't rely purely on not that they should give up doing it they should keep doing like their exclusives are incredible but it's like we can no longer rely solely on those releases because they are taking way too long to make and we are going to keep falling behind if we don't find something else to hmm. Like, and that raises the other question too. The thing that PlayStation mentioned during the week as well about the PS5 entering the second half of its life cycle, I think is technically what they said. I don't think uh, some people were freaking out saying it's the end of its life cycle. Yeah, I think they said latter half. Right? Yeah, yeah, which just means yeah, it's gone past the halfway point of its life cycle, which it is. These people should probably stop fucking saying shit on the internet. Maybe everyone stop freaking out. <laughs> everyone's everyone's freaking out in this episode. Well, I think <laughs> yeah. this cat is fucking <laughs> just 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 well, chill, I, I guys. Think, I chill. think it's technically the journalist's fault for misinterpreting what was said to create well, that's, clickbaity that's... articles. And what what the articles were saying was that, oh, Sony says the PlayStation 5 is at the end of its life cycle. Which is actually not what they said, I don't think. I think it's... I don't think so. No, in the latter half of its life cycle. Um, So it is really the journalist's fault for just creating clickbaity uh, titles, but... Well, they, they figured out that that's, that's what but, but does But the it. people are freaking... I think the reason people are freaking out is kind of a similar thing to what I was saying. And I know it's kind of silly to say, but there is a truth to it. Mm-hmm. You see people complain about where's the games on PS5. Now, I know mm. what you're thinking. It's like there's a fuck ton of games on PS5. There yes, is. there yeah. is. Where's the games that are solely built for the PS5? Correct. So it's a lot of like the great games on PS5, you could, still, you could still play them on PS4, a lot of them. There's some that are purely exclusive to ps5 but i don't know if they're as a major console seller as as on previous generations um but like you said it's taken longer to build these games so is the console life cycle gonna have to adjust for the development i think the console life cycle needs to be longer because for a multitude of reasons not only is it taken way longer to finally get to the games that are built for that console i mean developers have to be aware of the console and used to it before they really build a game custom to it mm-hmm. but then also it's taking way longer to get people to transition to that next period too like the, people are kind of only now at a mm. point where the playstation 5 feels like the current console and not the the new console yeah do you get me like yeah, yeah. even the last couple of years it was still like the new console that people were still trying to get their hands on yeah, and now it, it feels like this is totally current gen now so to even think of we're in the latter half makes it it's like what I'm gonna start thinking about the next one you know mm-hmm. not that, I mean we're not gonna see the next one for another four years maybe yeah I, that's if that's what that right. means yeah, right so. but that still sounds because of how quickly it feels like the last few years went because of how fucked up everything was that's still I would you know that 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 would kind of make me worry if I was someone that only got the console like now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and especially if you do decide to already? bring in the halfway point refresh console, 
as well. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, they really do need to rethink the way generations are, which is kind of what Microsoft were discussing when they were doing the series consoles a bit. The, mm-hmm. the Xbox One to series, they were kind of saying there's just, they're blurring the lines between generations. So if you, you could buy Xbox One games and they, they work on the series console, that wasn't in PlayStation's plan. They had to kind of figure out a way, which is why the PlayStation's version is really janky and you end up with two versions on your console. Right. That was never their initial plan because they were like, we believe in generations. But that will run into an issue to come the next one. Yeah. <laughs> the big time. They will have to kind of say, right, we're going to have to get rid of the whole generation thing a little bit. We could still say it's a PS6, but I, I imagine a lot of the games are going to be fairly similar. <laughs> we're just going to see that they get kind of more high fidelity and better performance like you like games will actually play 4k but they'll look exactly like ps5 games essentially yeah like at this point going forward like the playstation 6 might feel more like a half gen upgrade rather than a new console like it'll look like a new console design wise ui that kind of stuff but in terms of what you can expect from games and the leap in technology because it's like it's even hard to imagine how much further it goes anyway like the games look so good now and play so well that it's it's kind of hard to imagine. Well, I'm actually still kind of confused by seeing some of these games the way they're not performing the, uh, as high as I expect them to. Right, they're, but like the PS4 looked so good, is what I'm saying. Yeah, the PS4. You know, like, yeah, so you're like you're looking at the the power of the PS4 versus the power of the PS5, and it's like there's a clear jump. If you look at the spec sheet, the jump is fucking huge. Like how true. powerful the PS5 is compared to the four. But then when you play the games, you're like. A lot of these games, I don't understand like how on the PS4 Pro I could do performance mode and I could get 60 frames per second and if I mm-hmm. go graphics mode I only get 30 frames per second and on the PS5 it's the exact same thing like in terms of performance mode I know the the resolution's a little bit different but I'm I don't understand why games are still 30 fps so we're going to move on I think from the future of xbox and what does that mean for then future playstation and nintendo because i think this is a topic that's going to come up again throughout the year not only when we get the switch 2 reveal which is obviously coming this year but then also like we do we do now know that xbox will have some sort of new hardware later on in the year so like there's more updates to come i'm sure we'll hear more about what does it mean in terms of playstation being in the latter half a better mid-gen uh, console and stuff so there's got there's definitely going to be more discussions around this and hopefully seeing games as well meeting the criteria of what we would want to see for the generation we're in and stuff but i'm just curious before we move on from it eric mm-hmm. at this point as because as this conversation started with talking about xbox as the one brother who isn't um into or who doesn't have a current xbox console yeah um what would what would they need to do to 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 get you on board? Well, not not you, that you, they should, but you you brought it up earlier in the topic, which was releasing Mass Effect as an exclusive on 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 Xbox. Mm-hmm. But the the next one that that probably would be what would make me get the Xbox. And would that be the only thing that they could do, or is there anything else that could get you over or? 
Xbox, if, if you're if, listening, if, this is what you got to do. If Hideo Kojima was only going to release games for Xbox... Going forward. Uh, going forward, yeah. Um, or like, what are they my... missing, basically? So it's not like uh, existing titles or existing franchises. Like, So when, when a PlayStation's been announced, you're kind of, no doubt, you buy a PlayStation. Why? And what is it that Xbox needs to do in order to get you to get another Xbox? Uh, well, what the PlayStation does is that it releases games I like and have an interest in. But isn't Baldur's Gate and Witcher also on Xbox? Yeah. Yeah. But what is this but specifically like, about PlayStation? I've always kind of grew up with a PlayStation. To me, now that's, that's what I picture when I think of a console. Fair enough. Some people <laughs> exist within the ecosystem that they're in, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, it's... I'm. I'm saying like I. Just, I would no without a, a doubt. I'm like yeah, whatever next PlayStation. Is. But most of the time, it usually is though that a well, a... like there's just there's not a, there's not enough franchises or anything on Xbox that makes me go correct. Yeah, I'm gonna get that. That's thanks, it. Chris. Thanks, Chris, for letting no, me but know like, that I'm correct. <laughs> uh, but, but I'm I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the exact same boat. Like it's like. Every time a PlayStation comes out, right? It's not that oh, it's a fresh start, and every on the last gen, I finished every franchise I was into, mm. and now we're starting all over, and I have no idea what franchises are coming. You know what I mean? Like when the PS4 came out, we didn't have the next Uncharted yet. We we didn't have the next Last of Us yet. You know, we knew we knew these were coming. Mm. Um, so franchises were being continued. Same like. When you went from PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2, like we knew Metal Gear Solid was coming. Mm-hmm. Or PlayStation 2 onto PlayStation 3, we knew the next Metal Gear Solid was coming. Like they, The franchises continue, and then while you're on that console, the new franchises start as well. Mm. So there's a real healthy kind of um, process of moving from one to the other. And obviously, Xbox has franchises. We're not saying they don't. Um, but I think we'd be all agree. But does it say, have enough? Well, yeah, it does have enough franchises. But what it doesn't have enough of, I think, is it's not ticking our boxes. Those franchises. Maybe it's ticking too many boxes with each of their franchises, and that they're way Ooh. too loyal to legacy franchises that did well in the past. They probably need to say goodbye to Halo, goodbye to Gears, <gasps> and because it's not as if they're bringing in new players. At no, all. See, and it's not as if those latest titles are even pleasing current players. I don't think they should say goodbye to Halo. However, I do think they need to look at what Santa Monica did. I don't mean copy what they did. I think they need to give it a serious refresh. Like, maybe it doesn't play first person even. Like, maybe it's so unrecognizable. Well, they could always, come, they could always <laughs> come back to it. What I mean by say goodbye to it. It needs a long it. break, right? Yeah, like give let, allow uh, that industry that that studio to make a new game, a new title. Let's see what they mm-hmm. can do outside of Halo. Let's mm-hmm. see what Coalition can do outside of Gears. They can always come <laughs> back to Gears. it. They can always come back to it, but just give it a break and see. Like, you know, I don't think Killzone is done. I think there there may be a new Killzone at some point, but it's so clear that Killzone people are just getting a bit tired of it and I think mm-hmm. that studio may come back to some point they took a break they're doing Horizon we're seeing Sucker Punch going into like taking a break doing 
going away from Infamous doing Ghost of Tsushima, I think Infamous could return at some point. I don't think it's gone. Yeah, I get you know? what you mean. I so get what you mean. These, I think these studios can do more than just those titles. And I'm sure they get bored doing the same thing over and over again. There's probably They're probably bursting with ideas. There's and, and there's an opportunity for newer franchises and that they can always come back to those older ones. Well, you're probably right. And, I mean, I I think there's an element as well where well, we'll obviously see it down the line. Xbox, I think, believe in that too because they didn't force uh, Tango. Is that what they're called? Tango Gameworks. Tango yeah. Gameworks. They didn't force them to make the Evil Within 3. No, no, you must make the next Evil Within. They let them make Hi-Fi Rush, which was a weird game. And it's like, we don't even know if it's going to do well. It's a ghost wire. We'll, we'll, we'll shadow drop it. And it did very well to the point where now it's uh, it's going to come over to other consoles. Or at least that's what everyone is heavily suggesting. So you're, you're probably onto something in terms of give some franchises a break. Let the creative studios make some new games. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing it with Build up the portfolio. Gun. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. going to be doing Indiana Jones stepping away from Wolfenstein a bit. Yeah. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. there'll never be a Wolfenstein again. Of course mm-hmm. there will. But guys, let us know what you think about uh, all the news that came out about Xbox. What you think the future will be? Um, the the new hardware. Um, what kind of what what other games would you like to see come out of Xbox? And if you're someone that doesn't have an Xbox, like Eric, what would you need to see to bring you over to that ecosystem? I'm always wondering what what would it be to get me on the Switch. You know what I mean? And mm. I'm, at this point, I'm curious to see what the Switch Two or whatever it's going to be called is. What it can do, and might that be enough? Might whatever that's doing. Mm. I think if someone came out and said Final Fantasy going forward will be a Switch exclusive, that might do it. You know what I mean? Mm. Something like that. That might do it. But I don't think that's going to happen. This discussion has see. been. This discussion around Xbox is probably longer than their podcast. It is. It's absolutely longer. longer. Yeah, yeah. Although it's got less clarity because it's pure speculation and just thoughts in the air. Like, the, do you not find though with the they Switch were, they were very clear about what they were talking about with the Switch? Um, rather than having like an exclusive game for it, that there isn't perhaps other games that you'd like to revisit that you could do on the go yes there is actually and i was gonna ask you right as the one person who has all three consoles Mm. which makes it probably difficult in some cases to decide which one to buy a game on which one did you get tomb raider the remaster trilogy on (laughs) Because that's one that I probably would enjoy playing on the Switch on the go. <laughs> yeah. But which one did you decide to get it on? Well, I didn't have to make that decision. So that's fine. And I probably. It was made for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably will purchase it for the Switch. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. So having it once isn't enough, huh? Uh, so Pagan purchased it for the PS5, which gives you the PS4 version as well, which is great. Cool. Cool. Um, but I did check out the video I was kind of waiting on, and I'm so glad that they did it. Basically, the day of release, which was, you know, Digital was Foundry, right? Digital Foundry. They mm-hmm. do, like, their work is just incredible. Like, if you really aren't sure which system to get it for, or even what mode, even on a system, what mode to play it in, what's going to give you the best experience, they're, I highly recommend just checking their shit out on, on each, each of their clips for, for certain games. But they're, their whole review on on Tomb Raider showed that that th- that this plays wonderfully on like everything. It's not right, okay. it's not hitting sixty on Switch. That's obviously I mean you'd kind of expect that, but yeah, yeah. There's no major 
hiccups or anything like that so i definitely would consider picking it up just for travel but i've been playing it on ps5 okay so give us your impressions then what do you think of tomb raider the remaster trilogy so far this is how remasters for games that old should be done i fucking wish we got this treatment for metal gear solid okay because it it has um it's still got the geometry from the PS1 game, the original. Mm-hmm. But the textures have like this... It's a bit like the Halo Master Chief Collection. You can turn them on and off as you play. Yeah. So you can see what the OG graphics would look like then with the new one. But even the original graphics look way better on this than they did on, on the previous because you have much smoother... Now, I think uh, if you do switch it to the old one, it's like 30 frames and you switch it to new one it's like 60 frames and um, but so, there are some cases where i'm like fuck i don't i actually don't know where to go so i switch on the old graphics just to see if does anything stand out uh, okay, as, as okay, like yeah. being really obvious like a wall to push or something uh, right yeah yeah, yeah yeah i've been playing it with the original tank controls it's brutal uh there are modern controls. is that an option is there yeah. modern controls as well there's Great. modern controls but they're so different. Um, so the modern controls allow you to use the analog stick. You can still use the analog stick with tank, but it's, it's tricky. I would use D-pad. But with the modern controls, it's like a regular analog stick movement. And, but everything else is in different positioning button-wise. Like everything else switches. So it's not it's not easy if you're finding it difficult on tank controls just to switch to modern. Because mm-hmm. every you have to relearn everything uh, button-wise. So I've been trying to just play the whole thing on tank, and it is fucking tough. It is really tough just to right. just to get used to, like you can't do things simultaneously like you can in modern games. Like you can press a no. couple of things, and it'll just eat. It'll work itself out basically. You know, like as a panic player, yeah. you might press a fucking couple of buttons, but it'll just like it'll ease. Here, no, no, you gotta like pretty much uh, like if you're wanting to jump off a ledge you have to like walk up to the ledge adjust yourself correctly press uh, the, the the jump and then forward and then hold x to grab like but you have to do it in a very specific order otherwise if you don't if you just press forward and then jump she'll actually not jump she'll just walk off the edge and die <laughs> like it's it's so yeah. particular and um, yeah. so it it i find that uh it has demonstrated that I've I've got less patience when playing a game. Mm. And and coming back to this kind of demonstrates like how much How far ga- games have actually come? No, <laughs> I well, yes, they've come very far, but how much handholdy they are. Oh, I get you. Is that bad? To some degree, yes, I think so. Like in some aspects, no, there are nice kind of um quality of life improvements. Yeah, like if I want to Jump like in Assassin's Creed, for example, when you want to jump, the way you can have his hand hold out to try and grab a ledge, even if you're yeah. not hitting it dead on. And in this, you have to be dead on to it, otherwise you're never going to grab anything. Uh, so th- those type of things are obviously huge benefits. But there's, uh, I I was like really struggling to try to figure out what to do. The puzzles in it are really good. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, so really, in really that good. aspect where it's like mm. you don't have someone immediately tell you, why don't you try doing this? Yeah. So that's yeah. been... And I think, yeah. you know, there's... Partially that's to do with accessibility, I think. 
and which is which is great to see but mm-hmm. on the other it's like well this is a game that exists in the modern age i'm sure people with accessibility issues can still play it no problem they yeah. haven't added anything to really help there other than the modern controls which w- yeah. would help there uh, but in, in terms of where to go it doesn't even tell you what what button is what right so there's there's aspects where it's like you gotta go press the action button you're like okay well which one's which the, one's that which one's the yeah, action yeah. button <laughs> it's circle back then right uh no only if it was japanese game so it's it's x and oh, this where oh, oh is it yeah okay and so and, and then there's like yeah if you're going to shoot for example so x is to grab things or to lift yourself up onto a ledge right so if you want to shoot, you think okay, like other games, it's square, right? Like squares to shoot in, in, in games back then. No, no, no. It's you take guns out and it's still X. So X is, but now because you're shooting, you can't go and grab shit. You have to put your guns away, right? So it's like, whereas so is X like activating the action you're trying to do, basically? Yes. Yeah. That's the way to think of it. I so, thought yeah. she was in the old days able to jump and shoot at the same time. Oh, yeah, you can I jump. Was... Yeah, you can jump and shoot. Yeah. X is not jump. Square is jump. Oh, square is jump. Oh, okay. Square is jump. Meant... Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> As if I like... thought, like, when they were designing the, the PS1 controller, yeah. the reason why Japan had the circle to be like the activate was because that represents a hand. And square also represents a hand. X represents the legs, and triangle represents the head. Uh, kind of. Circle means, uh, I think, like, yes in Japanese, or, like, okay. All right. And and cross, which is actually what they call it, means no. Which we actually, uh. you know, if you look on Windows and stuff, like, the X means cancel, right? Yeah. So X would have been cancel yeah. on the controller. Makes sense, yeah. Square was to represent the menu to, like, access things. And triangle was to be like a perspective view. It's like oh. the, the oh, so like in like the cone in Metal Gear Solid mm. to see like yeah. where you're viewing. So that was what triangle was, which is why Metal Gear Solid uses triangle to look in first person. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the game itself, uh, it runs, it runs great. The combat is crap. Love it. Um, the puzzles are fucking amazing in it. And, and and I just hope that there has been a hint at a new Tomb Raider game in mm. the works. And I hope it goes back to the puzzles. Because I think the modern Lara Croft, as much as I love 2013 Tomb Raider, uh, it just really... It just became an action game, as much as Uncharted did. There's a mm, couple yeah. of puzzles here in the first original Tomb Raider where I'm like, this was in Uncharted. There was actually right, yeah, a puzzle where you had you to go... You could see where Uncharted got the inspiration. Yeah, you had to go get... Um, there was like these gears you had to activate on a wall. But there's three missing gears. Gotta go find the three missing gears. Now in Uncharted, it's like... Well, it's just behind you. It's just pick it up and put on the thing. And it's like the most uncompelling gameplay ever. This is like you actually have to go and like do shit. Like the, the thing you're trying to unlock so you might see it be hidden behind something so you have to like go and do shit to try and get around to it and then make your way back to be able to put it onto the thing like it's very compelling just to get the gear <laughs> yeah so that's yeah. that's a bit like the um a lot of the dungeons then as well in like legend of zelda yeah you know especially when it comes to breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom you get onto the shrine areas and you have certain objectives to do so you have to go around the whole place and figure out the whole puzzle to get the things to do mm. 
unlocking another door. Okay, that's interesting. You have to try to figure it out because there's no hand holding. Also, no, in those it, games. there's there's none in this either, and it really just it takes me back in time too. The music is, is, is still the same. Um, yeah. Even in the menu, you can switch between the OG graphics. Even mid cutscene, you can switch between. I love that. Nice. But so like cool. the nice. the cutscenes are exactly the same. It's just that the resolution is a little bit a little bit better. But so all you're doing is just making the resolution up and down. Um, but the, Does the voice acting hold up? No, it's as bad as it ever was. But I I have Excellent. to say the game Excellent. is. I kind of forgot how cinematic the game is. Yeah, like it's really, really well directed, and and you could easily just go and we're going to make this into a film and just modernize the script a bit, but the way it plays out, the shit she does, she's an absolute badass. It she would always make was a, an incredible film. Why the fuck wasn't? Why the fuck wasn't? Uh, we were all saying it like it didn't make sense. Why was there not a Tomb Raider game on on the PlayStation Classic? What the fuck's that about, guys? It's like we, we it said is it. a bit. Yeah, it's a bit it, odd. Was, it was an omission. You know, there was Resident Evil on it. That makes Tekken Three. Yeah, Five Five Seven. Yeah, Megasot. Tomb Raider was the one that was missing. Tomb Raider was one of the franchises of the PlayStation One. Should have mm. been on it. I'm glad to see that there's a way to play those again. Eric, you thinking of picking up the remaster trilogy at any point? Um. I don't know. Okay. Because I I didn't grow up with with them. I grew up with Lara Croft. I grew yeah, up with Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like when it came to the original games, I think I played the first one, and I think as far as that went, well, I, I did the mansion. You mess around the mansion. Everyone did that. You locked the. Oh uh, yeah. The, did the you put butler. the butler in the freezer? So that's the third one, and yes, I did it, and he he actually freezes in this one. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Of course he did it. You have to do it, right? Yep. It feels yeah. right. So as I did that, you mess around and everything in the mansion. And then when it comes to actually playing the first game, I think you slide down a slope, don't you? You start off in the jungle. That's the third one, yeah. The start of it, yeah. Oh, I have only played the third one. I've never touched the first one then. As you okay. slide down the, the slope, and that's as far as I got. Mm. I, never, I, wonder, I couldn't get any further. I get, And obviously, like, when you're younger, and yeah, like Adam's saying, like, there weren't... They don't hold your hand at all. So, like, when you're younger and you're just like, "What? Literally, what do I do? What's going on?" And hmm. um, if you were to play them now, though, you might, you might get on great with it. No, I think I'd be a bigger idiot because I think they're I'd not, be so used to hand holding. <laughs> well, I'm I, like, I, why? Where's the yellow ledge to tell me that's climbable? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need the yellow. I need the yellow paint, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never ever played one of the original Tomb Raider games to any form of completion. I played a little bit of one and a little bit of three, but really just messing around. Would have done the butler thing a lot. Mm. Uh, so that's a really uh, fond memory of mine. But And obviously, knew who Lara Croft was and everything. She was iconic, but never actually like played true one. So I, actually oh, think I, I, I never pick, did either. I think I, yeah. I think I would pick this up. I've played now, it. I'm not going to do it yet because there's a big game around the corner and I know I'm not going to touch this trilogy until after that. But that, later on in the year, I think when there's a lull period, I think I would pick it up actually. If there's a lull period. If there's a lull period, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> I, I imagine there at some point there will be right. At some point it'll be like okay, it's gone a bit quiet now. It's time to time to jump into the adventures of Lara Croft, the yeah. OG treasure hunter for video games. Um, yeah, so I, 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 guys, I played this, it. Um, I didn't. I didn't play much of it when I was young. I played a, a good bit of the third one because that's the one I owned. But when I yeah. first saw the PlayStation, it would have been at my neighbor's house. His dad used to play. He played all the Tomb Raider games. And I remember just oh, yeah. sitting there watching him play through some of them. Um, so I know a bit of the first one. 
I played the beginning of the first one, but I've never actually completed it. So it's great to be able to go through it. Uh, so I played, I completed just the kind of the first main, I suppose, treasure area. So Peru, like that whole thing. So you're fighting the T-Rex and stuff. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> and uh, I've never played there? the second one. Is there even an explanation as to why the T-Rex there or does the T-Rex just no, come no, out? No, it's just there, just... yeah, yeah. You're in a, lo- you're, you're in a lost yeah. world area and there's just uh, there's velociraptors and a T-Rex, yeah. Of course, like, yeah. PlayStation 1 loved dinosaurs. Are you kidding me? The, the, I mean, that was the, the tech Play demo. So. The tech demo had a T-Rex. Lara Croft had fucking dinosaurs. Dino Crisis had dinosaurs. There was Jurassic Park games. The fucking loved... Di- the 90s was full-on dinosaurs. This was fucking cool in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> whatever yeah. happened whatever happened to cool dinosaurs in the 90s <laughs> they got like yeah, needs to come back people look yeah bring them back bring back the 90s and the dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> but anyway let us know guys if you're playing them uh, I, I don't know just quickly before we uh, jump on to our last topic for this week's episode um for obviously crystal dynamics make the more modern tomb raider games and i do believe they they did this remaster, right? Or at least they well, put not, it out with maybe another team. It's but... another team that did it. But it's the first time yeah. I saw Crystal Dynamics and Embracer Group company written underneath it. Interesting. But I wonder, mm. obviously, there will be another Tomb Raider game, right? It's yep. not like there won't be more Tomb Raider games. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they, would, they made that announcement, yeah. Would you like to see something that bridges the gap a little bit better between the Survivor trilogy and this original trilogy? Or... Would you like to see them remake this first original game, but it is the Lara who survived that Survivor trilogy? Um... Or would you just like to see them jump way forward in time to just older Lara on a new adventure? I don't know. Which What, what would you like to see? I think... I wouldn't like to see a remake of this one. Okay. I don't think it would work much like Metal Gear Solid. I don't think it's actually going to work. Dinosaurs, though. Yeah, you can still have dinosaurs. You don't have to remake <laughs> it. You could just like kind of echo back to it. I know. Um, <laughs> I don't know if bridging the Survivor trilogy could work either. So they probably they probably just have to do a whole new, whole new thing. Go. I again. just think we need to get her to a point now where she's she's dual wielding the pistols as her main weapons. You know, I yeah, but I just think that's point. going to be, yeah. yeah I, I I'd like to see the, the traditional Lara Croft, with the dual wielding pistols, the acrobatics in a modern more about sense. the puzzling, the puzzle stuff rather than combat. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay. And any combat, maybe the combat could be puzzles, as opposed to just shooting shit. Yeah, Eric, I, what I would you like to that. see from from a new Tomb Raider game? Um. Yeah, I mean, kind of what Adam was saying. Like, I would like her to get because in this Five trilogy, apart from I think the end of the first one, she never has the dual wielding pistols. Mm-hmm. So the bow kind of becomes her main weapon. So I would like her to have the dual wielding pistols. A much more confident Lara. Uh, I probably wouldn't have too much of a problem if they decided to remake the first one. Um, because again, I didn't grow up with it as much, so. Yeah, I never played it, so like I don't hold, uh, I I don't have such a, a strong connection to it, so I probably wouldn't mind that much. And even if they got the same actor, yeah, same character to keep it going, but now confident, 
much more confident. Um, doesn't she have a bit of a sassy attitude? I don't know if sassy is the right term, but she definitely has like this confident, no shit sort of attitude. It's like, oh, another day in the park. Of She's actually very, there. very like Angelina Jolie in the first film. Like right. That, so that, that was like just the best casting ever. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, so yeah, like even if they had the same actor to do that version, even if they're not doing this the same, maybe they don't have to do the same story, but just that actor, I think, really did a great job. She's fucking brilliant. Um, yeah. So have that version of Lara, the original Lara Croft with that actor, I think would be a nice combination. I would like to see that it, it's a, the Survivor trilogy has happened. She has been through that. It's the same Lara, the same character, but now she's playing the traditional Lara. She's at that age. She has the experience. I've never completed the third one. Would does that allow for this clear? Because it's it, they're kind of the way they go on two different characters nearly. The survivor Lara versus the the OG Tomb Raider. Yeah, um, it's like very very different personalities. Would it seem a bit like where the hell did this character come from? I think you could find clever ways of transitioning and I think it, it would just like she's clearly a talented performer I think it would just it would take a talented writer that's all it would take right to get to that point you know the, there's they're not there's similar DNA in the characters yeah it's just that they you know it's like two different versions of Batman I guess where it's like it is the same character they're just um highlighting a different aspect of the character maybe it's like we just want to look at the tragic sort of background that Lara went through or like how her past might have really badly affected her losing her dad and all that kind of stuff whereas the tradition they all like the old school ones was more just the action hero badass Lara I guess you know mm-hmm. um and what she becomes that find as a well way to, to knit that and she does become that. that as well throughout the survivor trilogy she does have a bit of a um a much more confident attitude she's much more resilient and capable but she's kind of in the survivor in the the last one of the survivor trilogy. She's much more angry. Yeah, yeah. She's very angry. She's very aggressive. But so, that tones down by the end of it. That tones down by the end of it. Yeah. So you still have that kind of. She's been through that. So she's been through her tragedy. She's been through her becoming who she is. Then her her anger, mm-hmm. and now she can with all of that learned, she can then be the the more confident badass. You know, it's about the treasure and not about, like, personal feelings. Yeah. Anyway, guys, that's not what you would like to see from a, a modern Tomb Raider game. And are you playing the remaster trilogy and how do you find it so far? I'd love to hear from you guys. Just before we wrap it up, then, we did get some Final Fantasy VII Rebirth updates, mm-hmm. um, which just wanted to touch on very briefly before we finish up, because this is the month that Rebirth comes out. There'll be more Rebirth to talk about obviously um very exciting times ahead but in our last episode we had concerns with how the game might look due to the in particular the performance mode it's like look at loving the music loving the gameplay excited for the game and what's going to happen in the story and stuff but it's not looking up to scratch it's not you know it's not really what we'd expect looks wise and there was an update to say that um the demo itself will get a patch I think that was maybe to allay the worries of people who were like, oh, fuck, maybe I'll cancel my pre-order. I'm really not liking how this is looking and stuff. 
So they said, look, the demo is going to get a patch so that you don't have to wait till day one to see what the game will look like because we don't, that's not good for our marketing. And the game itself will look more like whatever this patch is going to be, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, which means that the Junon demo will also look this way, right? Um, Adam, is this good news? That's excellent news. That's what we want. There we go. I mean, that's that's the reason the concerns you bring... are being slightly allayed. Well, it's the reason you bring these concerns up, right? It's um, any yeah. anyone that was criticizing the game is. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's people had a bad fate, but um, most people were just raising the point that this could be better, and it seems yeah. as though it will be better, and that's great. Yeah, it, like while there was the time to fix, it was the time to to say anything. Um, and but as, that is another aspect of the demo, isn't it? Like first yeah. of all, it's the, a company to say this is what it's going to look like. This is how I'm it's going to feel. Is is it for you? And then if there's anything wrong, people can go. Well, this is not really. I'm, I'm, I'm very surprised that they are releasing this patch so soon, and I'm wondering if they knew. And this this they there was. I'm wondering if there was upper heads. Because we were mentioning the point that like it's weird that that wasn't released during the state of play, and then at the end of the state of play, it was like, well, we'll have another one next week, so it'll be grand. I'm wondering if there's like some sort of executive uh, decision there to kind of go, well, we're releasing this. I don't give a fuck, right? We're releasing this, and then the devs being like, it's not ready though, and that the, right. this criticism yeah, is them going, told you it's not ready. We've been working on this patch. We will now work double. To, to fucking get this patch out but this is what we were really hoping for was to have this version of it out because you just don't get patches out that quickly like no it's mm. it's very impressive and yeah. it probably was something that they were already prepared for and ready for i i imagine that there was an element of confidence that they're like look there's enough people who like just the content of what we're, we're doing that they're going to be excited by that anyway and then every other bit of news that we have to come is only better news it's like Oh, did you did you kind of like that? Here it is. It looks better. And then, oh, you want the Junon demo? Here's that. And then, oh, here's the fucking game. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, it's just going to get... The news is only going to get better and better. The confidence that they've had for this game has been crazy. And even... Like, we were just talking earlier about how PlayStation has a difficult battle of, like, every game they're making now in their um, first-party studios takes so long to make, right? Yep. The amount of content that they've been showcasing for Rebirth is how the fuck did they make it? Like, remake came out in twenty twenty. Mm. This, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> we mm. all thought it would take way longer for this to come out. Like, and Four if years. it didn't, if it didn't, then we thought it wasn't going to have as much in it. That's wait, no, this what? Hmm, that this is actually less than four years then because yeah, remake came out was it March or April? It came. It ended up coming out April 2020. Holy shit! Yeah, like just under four years. Mm. They're putting this game out, and it looks huge. Like what the Fair fuck? Now, is that all good? Maybe they have yeah, a I'm massive. Not, that, yeah. They must have a massive team. Like it's the two discs, guys. That... <laughs> well, I think <laughs> most not, most of the issue when it comes to or, or what takes the longest is is your engine, right? And once you have your engine sorted, uh, right, then you're then you're building, and I think. You know, this it would have been more surprising. I always thought it was Unreal Engine five. I thought that would have been a huge undertaking to be able to switch engine, and it yes. turns out it's not. It's actually the same engine. So, um, they'd have most which it probably of that it probably it. had to be in order to 
in order to release in a time frame where it's not like the steam has yeah. you know what i mean yeah, it yeah, would have yeah. it's yeah. run out of steam a bit or like to keep because they and they've been very good at drip feeding little bits of infos that went along putting out the crisis core remaster in the middle there or the yuffie dlc and like not it like it hasn't felt like that long because there's been stuff in between mm-hmm. and then and here we are um because i suppose we, like the distance between the two god of wars is somewhat similar and, Rag- yeah, and, 20... Ra- and Ragnarok. Because that was 2018 and then 2023. So, yeah, 2022 20, even. Yeah. So Rag- oh, like, I mean, Ragnarok has a shit yeah. ton of content as well. Um, but mm. I think it's just, yeah. was, once you have that, like that engine, the the core of it is built. It's like then you can just you can just keep adding content, and it should run yeah. pretty okay. Yeah. Man, I can't wait. I'm so excited to see what surprises lie ahead for us. Um. You shared something with us, Adam, that was very interesting, which was like people's. So like, people are getting emails now that their their pre order has been shipped. Um, not everyone, obviously. Like it's it's gonna, it'll depend on when they're getting around to each and every copy that has been pre ordered. But pre orders mm. are starting to be shipped. People are obviously going to be getting them on time, or at least that's what Square Enix are aiming for. Um, but there was like someone had gotten, and they obviously shared it on Reddit. Someone had gotten in touch with Square Enix to be like. Yo, uh, like, what happens if people get the game early? Like, will they be playing it? Will they be like, and then they said, no, anyone who gets the game early, it will be locked. They won't be able to play it. They'll physically have it, but it won't like install or download or whatever way that would work mm. until release day, right? And I was kind of bummed out by that because I was like, man, I'd love to get it early to just start playing it. But I can understand, like, from a grander scheme, it's more fair to lock it like it actually yeah. is because it's like then spoilers aren't going online for people who haven't got it yet but then uh, and <laughs> you shared another one which is someone like oh or so again someone from square enix we're sorry about all the confusion if you have it physically of course you'll be able to play it <laughs> kind of a thing <laughs> and I, I was instantly reminded of the opening credits to monty python and the holy grail where it's like we're sorry for whoever did the um the subtitles they have now been sacked <laughs> you know you know that joke yeah i don't understand Where someone keeps changing the subtitles <laughs> yeah i'll be interested to see how that actually i don't understand how the physical disc will give you access and the digital won't well yeah. it would be that you can't you yeah, can't download like, it digitally Bald- until okay. release day but so it downloads, Baldur's it, Gate it downloads anyway yes but um on release day I, though when i got yeah. Baldur's gate 3 yeah. Right, because I pre-ordered, there was the chance of being able to play, I think, 72 days early or something like that. Oh, yeah, okay. And it started to download just before I was about to go off to Portugal. And I was thinking, brilliant, it's downloading. I'm going to get to play it just before I go to Portugal. Mm-hmm. But even though it downloaded, it was then locked. So yeah. it was downloaded the day just before the 72-hour yes. early access begins. Yeah. So that's, I suppose that's how they're doing it. Yeah, they tend to always download it. Yeah. No, I understand yeah. how the digital one works. I just don't understand why the physical then won't be locked. Why well, it won't be locked? Yeah. Well, they never are. Like, that would have been a first. Like, remake, we got that. We ended up getting that early yeah. just because of the way COVID went and the way they shipped it early. I was I was playing that. I had that cleared like a week before release date. Oh yeah, you had that cleared, and then yeah, I started it. Was, it was, like an, it was <laughs> the one unusual time where I remember like sharing that in my story, and people were like, "Oh my god, how did you get it early?" Mm-hmm. And it was like uh, just pure chance, like. But, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't in any way locked. Um, 
So yeah, if you get and same at like, there was the odd time where we've ordered games from Smith's great store here in Ireland, and um, you know they they are very good at shipping, and yeah. you sometimes get the game a day early. Yeah, no, I, it's not locked. I, yeah, you, I, you end up playing it. Like I know, that. I know. I'm just wondering why they've made why they've specified this. This is the first time I've ever actually seen this being specified that there it will be locked, and then they go, oh, but if it's physical, it won't be, and it's like, well, yes. Yeah, I never thought it would yeah, be yeah, until, it's just, it's, until you it's like, why bring, insinuated why, it would be. <laughs> why bring this up even? But like they could if they wanted to lock the physical. So if they are wanting to lock uh, access, like why not then? When you saw that Reddit thread, because we only saw the what you shared, which was the responses. Yeah. Like, Did they share what they originally asked and what that email was in response to? Because no. I feel like there's a bit of context missing. Like the person, Maybe. I feel like the person who sent the email was sending it in a worried state like please tell me if people are getting the game early they won't be able to play it because i don't want spoilers maybe i, I actually don't know the context of it but so someone might have been like no don't worry we won't let them play it it's locked and then someone else was like, you fucking idiot that is not true do not put the, like you are now we're getting bombarded with email saying you mean i can't play my game once i get it yeah <laughs> don't say that you idiot Again, people freaking out. This whole episode is just about people freaking out at information out, online. Just, just chill. Just chill. Which, yeah, we're nearly there. Um, Can't wait. We'll be playing it soon. I'm sure we'll be able to talk about the Junon demo uh, when that comes out as well. Unless, are you guys going to hold off at this point or are you going to play it? No, oh, I'll fucking play oh, it. I'm playing that, me? yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's all my who are we kidding? I want to see what Red 13 plays. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I want to fucking ride around and chuck them out. I don't think there's any, like. Uh, I want to see that dolphin. Nothing's going to be between those two bits because we've seen a lot of, lot of it anyway. It's not going yeah. to spoil the game on us. So it's, like, it's just putting it in our hands. Yeah. Yeah. It's trying it yeah. out. Get to get to know uh, the, all the patches and shit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, I can't wait to see how it all get, looks. Get get to see like what console you're gonna buy it on and which version you're gonna play it in and Yeah, I might I might I get it on the PS five, Eric. Oh will you? Yeah, okay. I might do I might do that. Think do you think it's gonna look best on that one? Like <laughs> might look okay <laughs> on that one. Not an exclusive. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I think that's gonna bring this week's episode to a close. Guys, if you listened to the whole thing, thank you very much. Or if even you just listened to bits of it, thank you very much for checking out this week's episode. And uh, listen to our takes on Xbox, what's going on there, and, and the clarity that we've gotten on the Xbox is remaining as it was. Everything is all gravy, but the future is still interesting for Xbox. Um, the Tomb Raider Remastered Trilogy, are you playing it? Have you picked it up? Or listening to Adam, does it make you want to pick it up? And then, how excited are you for Final Fantasy Rebirth? Have you got your pre-order? Is the shipment on the way? Are you going to play it early if you get it? Let us know. If you enjoyed this episode... Please do give it a thumbs up, hit subscribe, ring the notification bell on YouTube, and make sure you jump down into the comments again to share your take on everything we brought up. Or if you're listening to us on audio platforms, you can touch base on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and X at The Brothers Take, again, to give your take on everything we brought up in this week's episode. But thank you very much for checking this one out, and we'll be back to talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.